Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Eric, and I'm Kelsey, and we're here to welcome you back to another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter. Today we're going to be talking about Chapter 14 in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. So Kelsey, what did you like about this chapter? I just love that Hagrid's parting line, you know, after he gives advice about the spiders and whatever, but he's leaving his house, being taken off to Azkaban prison, and he makes sure to tell everyone that someone has to feed Fang. He's just always thinking of his dog, Fang. And Fang is just absolutely just a lovely dog. He he reminds me of that dog in the Sandlot, you know, that's like really big and really scary. Yes. And, you know, turns out to just be a big slobber ball. Yeah, especially as Fang is crying at the door after Hagrid leaves. Like, oh, that breaks your heart and just shows what a great friendship Hagrid and Fang have. What was your favorite? My favorite part of this chapter is, of course, Oliver Wood and his one-dimensionalness. McGonagall comes out. Harry knows that something terrible has happened because this is a very unusual event. She has a megaphone and everything, and she goes, the Quidditch match is canceled, and Wood is just like, we can't cancel the Quidditch match. It's, you know, we're going for the cup finals. Come on, McGonagall. And, like, she doesn't even... Doesn't even like just doesn't even respond to him. It's just like, oh, it's Wood, yeah, and just continues on with her business. But like, I mean, what else can you expect? Wood's entire life is Quidditch. Well, you gotta love something, I guess. Um, this chapter, it's it's got a lot of drama in it, and mm-hmm. we kind of go through a lot of backstory here to uh, see. What I find a very interesting side of Dumbledore, he uh, uh, comes out and Harry says that he's never seen this intensity in his eyes as he defends Hagrid as Cornelius Fudge is trying to indict him for all these crimes. And, you know, despite how great Dumbledore is, Fudge is not listening, even though he, Fudge later protests to Malfoy when he thinks that uh, when they're removing him from Hogwarts, he's like, no, 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 no. That's a very bad idea. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think, to me, Fudge removing Hagrid is purely a case of wanting to have somebody to blame or make it at least look like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to fix this problem and find the culprit, so, hey, we'll take Hagrid into custody. Because, to me, the fact that Hagrid's even allowed on Hogwarts grounds, let alone to be the gamekeeper, that's just evidence enough that he clearly is not guilty of whatever they're claiming that he's guilty of. Or else why would he be allowed to be the gamekeeper? Yeah, exactly. Like, he's been the gamekeeper for some 50-odd years here, Mm -hmm. and there hasn't been an attack, but all of a sudden, what, you know, after 50 years, oh, it's, you know... Uh, it's time to put away Hagrid again because this is definitely the guy, you know, the evil, evil guy that's killing all these people. Yeah. The one thing I find super interesting about Cornelius Fudge and I guess the whole Ministry of Magic in general is, like, the low-key, like, stuff that Fudge, the Minister of Magic, winds up doing. And, spoiler alert, this will happen in further books, mm-hmm. um, the Minister of Magic comes out to, he's making an arrest here, essentially. Yeah. And 
it makes you think like either a the Ministry of Magic is seriously understaffed to the point that you know the head of the department has to do these little tasks, or that you know, or that Fudge doesn't have any power whatsoever and he just goes around bumbling and does all these random little things. Yeah, I'm. I mean, the fact too that he just walks into Hagrid's home to arrest him and doesn't have any sort of warrant or there's no trial like you think about the steps that you have to go through to arrest somebody in the muggle world as we'll call it like it doesn't seem to have any of that criteria for Cornelius Fudge to arrest Hagrid here and he seems very aloof about it like oh well if there's gonna be more killings you know we'll apologize Hagrid for locking you up in this prison and whatnot and you know no no harm no foul yeah I think he says, we'll apologize profusely. And it's like, okay, well, I still had to spend time in this horrible prison. I want more than an apology. Very odd. And then uh, Dumbledore here, we get glimpses of his greatness again. He's almost like looking at Harry and Ron as they're huddled in the corner, hiding from Lucius and Cornelius, uh, almost implying that Dumbledore can see through their invisibility cloak mm-hmm. in the corner. And he says something very interesting. One, he just acquiesces to to leaving. You think that with the amount of fierce defense he did of Dumbledore, he would or of Hagrid, that he would do the same kind of defense towards his job, especially when kids at his school are getting, you know, petrified and potentially when he leaves, you know killed even Mm -hmm. but he just goes and says some very cryptic things that even surprise cornelius fudge and lucius i I believe he says as long as those who are still loyal to me are at hogwarts then help will be given to those who seek it and it's it's a very puzzling phrase it is i mean harry even later say says that Dumbledore's last words are much more confusing than Hagrid's, which are follow the spiders. You know, they they understand Hagrid's last words, but not really Dumbledore's. What I think is most interesting about this is, you know, we see Dumbledore look directly in the corner that Harry and Ron are hiding as if he knows they're there. And then he says this whole piece about help will be given to those to ask for it, which again kind of makes it seem like he knows they're there. So again, we see this like all-knowing ability or this hint at like Dumbledore having more knowledge than he even can have or the other characters are aware of him having. And I just always question like how much does Dumbledore know and why hasn't he sat Harry down and been like, Harry, I know something's going on. Just tell me. No, exactly. I think a few chapters ago we talked about this yeah. when he was in the office and he goes, is there anything you want to tell me? Right. And, you know, Dumbledore probably already has the whole thing he gamed out. He already does. So it's just, I I respect him. I'm like, you know, good for you, Dumbledore, that you're just stepping back and you're letting Harry figure it out on his own terms while still making sure that you're there to support him and help him. But man, I don't think I'd have that patience that Dumbledore has. Yeah, and this phrase that Dumbledore um, gives in its kind of quizzical nature about it, it makes me think of Jesus in the parables. 
um, Jesus, as he was going around Galilee and teaching and preaching from place to place, um, often would instruct uh, his disciples with these phrases or short stories that were often confusing and the answers were ambiguous. And it would leave the disciples scratching their heads and wondering what exactly Jesus had meant. And I think we see here we're alluding to, uh, uh, kind of as you stated, uh, a Dumbledore who is allowing Harry some space to figure out this problem and assuring him that there is going to be hope and that at the time when Harry needs it, this phrase will probably make sense. Yeah. And spoiler alert, we, we do see it come to a good conclusion, but I just, I do love this moment because it shows that through it all, Dumbledore is supportive of Harry, but still invested in him growing and learning on his own. So people of God, as you uh, live out your lives and we come and we confront certain challenges from time to time and we might um, strain our ear and think about how God is trying to move us or teach us or uh, or give us space to to follow in those moments of hardship or struggle or strife or confusion. And I think it's important to grasp on to the concept that God is giving us some space to spread our wings, grow, follow, but also knowing that he's there. Because we get this sense in Dumbledore that he has this whole thing gamed out and planned out and that despite whatever tension is happening here at Hogwarts, that things are going to be okay and that Dumbledore is not even really going to be gone. And so as you confront these struggles, know that God is holding you, loving you, guiding you, and that when the time comes, his words will give you strength and comfort to avail yourselves over the problems that you're dealing with in your lives. So hold on to that this day. And we'll see you again next week for another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter. <laughs>